Hello everybody, Paul Jancarella here from Profits and Success, here to bring you another podcast episode from Marketing Motivations. And uh, today's insight is essentially Mark's gospel, Um, not the whole thing, but in today's gospel, Jesus, he said, To the one who has, more will be given. So in other words, the more love you share, the more love will be given to you. And the same can be said for wealth, generosity, forgiveness, and countless other examples. The key is not to give with the intention to receive. That gets into the thought process in the mind. What you think about comes about, but when you think about giving uh, generously just for the intent of getting more back, it doesn't fly in the universe. And the reason behind that is We need to give of ourselves freely. You know, kind of like Scrooge, he was kind of a bad guy. Wasn't really generous, wasn't um, too courteous, wasn't that friendly. Uh, I I, I don't think he was that forgiving. But then those three ghosts had something to do with it. And he became all of what I said he wasn't. And the same holds true for us. Abundance is there for us. As long as we do what we were born to do. And I think that's giving of ourselves, our wealth, and our spirit. On um, maybe a lighter note, you know, um, light, as in a shining light, can be a wonderful thing. It can find things in the dark, but it can also expose things as well. You know, what appears fine in maybe a dimly lit area can be, or can, yeah, can be an abrupt awakening when exposed to the direct light. You know, when you get a a good look at something, you're like, oh boy, yeah, that's, that needs to be cleaned up, (laughs) you know, um, Light has its way of doing that, and uh, it can be a a wonderful thing to uh, bring attention, you know, the lighthouse warning sailors of the coastline and rocky shore, you know, um, flashlight. 
maybe would alert drivers that there's someone uh, coming their way or heading in the same, in their opposite direction, heading heading at them. You know, so that flashlight can be twofold, where it shines light into the darkness, but also provides uh, a security and safety precaution to, say, other drivers. And this was all derived, um, again, from today's gospel, where once the light is shined and, and, and you see it, once the light is shown, is that proper grammar? I don't know. You know, we go to that light, but Jesus not only exposes us to the light, but he exposes our um, informities also that need to be addressed. You know, we can't just keep walking around in sin. Okay, so I am officially off of the soapbox uh, when it comes to religion 101. <laughs> but I, I thought I'd share that with you today because it, it brings some, some great um, light to the, to the message. Uh, Darren Hardy today. His title was, What's Really Controlling Your Life? And... This, according to Darren, is one of the most profound teachings I've ever received. And he says, the power of the human mind and insight is so powerful. And Darren goes on to say, your mind has essentially two parts. The first part's the thinker, and the second part's the prover, also known as the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. But going off of what Darren said, we have the thinker and the prover. And as I mentioned earlier, what you think about long enough and consistently enough comes about. You think about getting a cold, you will eventually get a cold. Uh, well, let's just put it this way. There's a higher probability of you getting a cold. Uh, and, you know, some people can think themselves into depression. And dare I say, with my bipolar, it's much easier for me than it is maybe someone else to think myself into a manic attack or a depression. And it's interesting stuff when you study the mind and, and the capabilities you have just from the power of, of thinking. So essentially what Darren is saying, the more you think, 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 think about something, that prover mind is going to do everything in its power to prove that to come true, negatively or positively. I could never swim four miles, 
There's no way. You know, I can't do that race. I, I just can't enter it. And your proof of mind will prove why you can't. It will give you all the reasons why you can't. Once you start saying, I can do that race. I can swim that race. I have the ability to do that. There's no, nothing to fear. I swim that distance in the pool. I can do it in the ocean. Your prover mind will do everything in its power to think of ways that you can do it. And this is true stuff, folks. You know, that's why it's so important to have a gratitude exercise first thing in the morning and right before you go to bed. To be thankful for what you have. To keep that mind operating in the, in the, right, the right gear, if you will. So the prover will do all it takes to prove the thinker right, essentially. You know, you can think yourself right into physical, good or bad health, as I mentioned earlier. If you want change, it starts with what the thinker thinks. And it's the honest-to-God truth. Now, you, you may say, well, geez, how, how do I do that? Is it just a matter of a thinking exercise? Well, part of it is. Part of it is thinking what you, what you possibly want, whether it's an income uh, value, uh, whether it's a, a particular job. Um, if you start thinking positively enough using the job example, you know, what do I need to do to either get that promotion or to get an interview to that job or, or whatever have you? It's, it's, a, it's a process, you know. You might get kicked on your duff uh, the first go-round. But positive thinking persistency is going to help. And the insight of the day today is there is simply no substitute for having your own positive attitude. You know, and that stems off of what we're talking about. You know, positive attitude is, is everything. Attitude is everything. If you can have a positive attitude and truly, truly believe, have faith that what you want is going to come true, you are so... A far ahead of the game, it's not even funny. Matthew Kelly, I picked up, I think he said there was 10 things to increase enthusiasm or something along those lines. But what I picked up, I think I've shared with you before, is basically four things. Diet, exercise, sleep, and prayer. You know, you need to have a balanced diet, which I don't really have that. I'm waiting for Ash Wednesday. <laughs> Exercise, um, having a good balance between lifting weights and cardiovascular. Uh, that is something that I do uh, religiously uh, Monday through Friday. Sleep, uh, I have a, a good sleep habit. 
I I don't say I get eight hours of sleep, but I am down for those eight hours. Nine nine p.m. to five a.m. I am generally um, either sleeping or getting up to go use the restroom or whatever have you. And and quite frankly, you know, I I can be borderline getting too much sleep. You know, not not so much at eight hours, but on the weekends, um, I'll get solid eight hours. So that's. That's important. And, and then the fourth one is probably the most important of all. Um, one of which I can't do at all, and that's silent prayer. Just sitting with God, uh, sitting with, you want to call it the universe that God created? Fine. You want to, you know, uh, an atheist friend of mine sits and, you know, watches the stars. You know, I think that's a great meditation and exercise. I just struggle with all the thoughts in my head. And I need to, you know, offer those up. But sometimes 10 minutes in silent prayer um, is all you need for the day. Maybe all you need for the night to get a good night's rest. In reading, reading inspirational, healthy, spiritual, um, you know, thought-provoking material is, is fantastic. You know, and it's a good light on your mind, and it's a great way to prepare for bed. So... Take that into consideration. And lastly, when it comes to what Matthew Kelly, um, at least what I took down for notes, is do things you enjoy. We tend to put off those things that we enjoy because we have other things that we have to do. And we need to make time for ourselves and for our interests. That's essentially what life's all about. Otherwise, we're... A bird, you know, their whole life is, is survival. That's kind of a dull way to live. And how about Mahatma Gandhi? Uh, Mahatma, he said, live as if you were to die tomorrow. And learn as if you were to live forever. You know, how great of a quote is that? I'm sure a lot of you have heard that quote. And love who you are and what you are and what you do. Simply. Then laugh at yourself in that life and nothing can touch you. You know, have that Febreze of a attitude. And things will certainly happen. I wanted to share a, a short little story. I started out 
in the insurance business, the first five years was life insurance. And it was very difficult for a 22-year-old to um, get the wheels of the bus moving in sales and things as far as life insurance was concerned. But I was making a good go of it. I would contact people. Often at times, I would not be treated with the most respect, but, you know, you got a sales guy calling you, you know. Um, what else, you know, are you, you going to do? So I'd get the phone hung up on me a few times here or there, and, you know, I generated some thick skin from it. Uh, it was a, you know, it was a great life lesson for me because when I now receive those telemarketing phone calls, I actually answer them and I treat them with respect. But I'll tell you, the past six, seven months, you know, I mean, I'll be energetic and talking to people and they'll hang up on me. Because they said either, number one, this guy's going to, you know, just string us along or, um, you know, he's full of baloney. Um, none of which is true. You know what I mean? I was upfront and, and honest. But another one hung up on me today. And I'm like, geez, that's so weird. You know what I mean? So I've gotten hung up as the salesperson and as the customer. It's crazy. But, you know, that's the nature of the beast, so to speak. So... I will uh, leave you guys or leave you all or leave you folks, however you want to interpret it, with that. And I will um, check in with you, Lord willing, tomorrow. In the meantime, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you soon.